Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to What the Frack. Hey, Wayne, how you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you, Steve? Good. Got Wayne Cox in the studio here today and also got Kayla Mathis. Hey, Kayla. Hey, how are y'all? And we have a special guest today. We have Deb Degner with Leadership Bridge. Hi, Deb. Hello, Steve. Thanks for having me. I'm happy you're here. We are uh, at BNL Pipe Co. We are going through some leadership training, uh, leadership development, I should say, uh, at our company. And Deb was kind enough to join us today to talk a little about leadership, the subject of leadership. But first of all, Deb, let me give you a little chance to shamelessly plug your company. You are the founder and president of Leadership Bridge. And tell us a little bit what you do. Yes. Thanks, Steve. Um, I do. My company is an executive coaching business and I do one on one individual coaching. I do group coaching. I do speaking engagements, workshops, that sort of thing. All things leadership. Well, that's that. And that's exactly the kind of uh, what we were looking for when we were trying to uh, work on our leadership development, because I think uh, that one thing is, is that one subject that people get confused on when they talk about leadership is maybe the difference between leadership and management. And and we're really trying to develop in our company, which we have a fairly young company. Uh, we want to find out who the real leaders are in our company. And you're helping us to do that, to talk to our people. We kind of got a group of people that are going through some of this and we're help. you're helping us to identify some of those leaders. And and so I think there is a big difference between people a lot of saying to say, well, you know, we're going to hire some company to come in and help us manage our company. But that's really not what we're looking for, right? I mean, well, and the other thing too, Steve, is, you know, just sort of expounding on what you were saying, leadership isn't necessarily uh, tied to a position within the company. That's a really good point. Uh, so you can have leadership at all levels uh, of, of a company, especially uh, sort of, a, you know, when we have a company that's more flat than it is top-down management, uh, it gives the people the ability to uh, – develop their leadership skills and sort of step up in the, in, in their individual positions and uh, take the company down the road to success because of using leadership. Well said. Deb, what do you think about the whole idea of, of like what, maybe the difference between a leadership development and maybe a management training, just like let's start kind of real basics there. And, and then let's get a little bit deeper into the subject of leadership. Yeah. And it's, it's been a great point. We've had many discussions throughout the training on this topic, making sure people realize you're always a leader. Right. And so what we work on in leadership is really a lot of the core of what we work on is understanding ourselves. So certainly from that perspective, that's where we start. So is building and understanding self-awareness. So that if they are a manager, they can then understand others better when they understand themselves. And if they are individual contributor, which a lot are, then they can understand themselves in ways of just working with colleagues and teams, customers, all of those things. Uh, Deb, you know, in the past, uh, I'm one of the seasoned ones around this company. (laughs) It was always sort of the, you know, inflection from from different people that, and not necessarily our company, but, you know, in the industry that leaders were just sort of, it was an inherent ability. Are we talking about seasoned people? Yeah, 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 seasoned people now. But I mean, you know, sort of the old school thought was that leaders are, it's an inherent ability. It just comes natural. But that's not the truth. I mean, you can develop leaders, correct? And that's a lot of what your company is uh, helping us do right now. Absolutely. And, you know, we saw that, too. One module we used and really the basis of this, the program that we put together for BNL is based on emotional intelligence and understanding yourselves. And so the, the backbone of emotional intelligence is this exact thought, Wayne, that you can develop your emotional intelligence. IQ is something that 
at a certain point, you aren't able to develop, right? You, you have it or you don't. And EQ is the exact opposite. And what we find is with strong leaders, they're, the more they can grow their emotional intelligence, the better they're going to be in leading others and influencing others. Wow. You know, when we talk about putting leadership in place within companies that are flat, uh, sort of the way our company, our culture is, um, sort of the return on the investment, the success rate seems to be, I mean, it's apparent uh, just from my experience so far with the team that you have that you're training now in the leadership as they're coming and starting to come up with new ideals on how to bring more investment into the company, uh, cost savings, uh, all the success stories like that. Uh, so it really pays off. Yes. Uh, there's a dollar value associated with this type of training. Absolutely. Yes. And you know, what's been fun is being a part of it and seeing the excitement as these people are learning. Cause really inevitably what happens is when we talk about things like building confidence, when you're more confident you show up differently in meetings, right? You show up indifferently in the way you engage clients and customers. And so you also become more confident in your ability to be innovative and to bring ways to be more, you know, bring more cost savings to the company. So you just sort of see this almost explosion of excitement when you start to help people understand themselves and how they can utilize that where they're working. So it's a lot of fun to, to be able to observe that as well. I think a lot of companies miss that point because, as Steve said, uh, leadership is usually thought about from a management standpoint. Yeah, I mean, if you get the big position in your company, a management position, a lot of times people just equate that to, oh, well, you're the leader of the company or the leader of the department or the leader of the division. And that I don't think that's necessarily true. Just because you can manage doesn't necessarily mean you're a good leader. Well, and we've talked about that, you and me, Stephen, mm -hmm. and really you want people that will follow you. Well, that's mm -hmm. the whole point of being right. a leader, yeah. right? And well, let me ask you one question. So you're talking about uh, emotional intelligence um, as opposed to more maybe intellectual quote, quotient, is it? That's why IQ yeah. stands for it. I was so. wondering that myself. I what think that's what IQ stands I, for? Yeah, Well, whatever, IQ. But, so, <laughs> Clearly ours may not be very high. Yes, high. mine is definitely uh, <laughs> on the lower end. But, um, but let me ask you this one question is that do you, can anybody be um, molded, developed, trained into a leader. I mean, is that is that something that's in everybody and you just it's just a figuring out a way to pull it out of them? Or is there some people that just, you know, maybe they don't have the, the skill to be a leader? You know, it really comes down to a couple of things. The answer to me, obviously, in my business is absolutely. But you have to have the desire. Mm -hmm. They've got to want to see some change. Yeah. Um, so if you don't have that, sometimes they can get a little bit stuck because let's let's face it. Change is hard. Yeah. So maybe some people that aren't natural leaders, that's where the emotional intelligence comes in. You ha you that's where you're talking about is that you have to understand yourself. If I mean, if you want to become a leader and maybe don't have those natural leadership skills, you can help them kind of pull that out by, by using this emotional intelligence and kind of figuring out. You know, because you have to understand yourself. But if you want to become a leader, that's probably step one, I would assume. It is. I, mean, I always say that self-awareness is the doorway to change. So, wow. I like that. Yeah, yeah we need to put that on a poster <laughs> with, it's, with it's, a cat hanging off of the... <laughs> 
limb or and something. Sometimes could self-awareness. be a bumper sticker. <laughs> it, it could be. And sometimes self-awareness is painful too. Yeah, once that's you see the truth. it, you can't unsee it. You're like, oh gosh. But that's a good thing. I mean, that's that's. I mean, the, going through your process. I mean, that's one of the. It's one of the hardest things, but it's one of the greatest things. I think is because, uh, like I said, it's. I know um, you do some 360 um, analysis, which I. I you, can we want to explain 360 for people that haven't ever heard of that real quickly? Because that is kind of an important deal. You bet. So that's an assessment where we engage other people to determine how they're viewing you and your performance. So we, we bring in what we call stakeholders, eight to 10 people to evaluate through a certain set of questions. How are you being perceived? How are you to work with strengths and weaknesses? Those sorts. Yeah. And you're going to find out a lot about yourself that you might not know, which yeah. could a lot of it can hurt your feelings, quite frankly. I Absolutely. mean, but you kind of need to go through that process. I mean, because it's, it's how other people see you. Is I mean whether you want to believe it or not, that's a perception is a very important aspect of of leadership. If people if people see you as kind of a blowhard, or you know they, or maybe or maybe maybe your integrity is is something that may be called into question. People aren't going to follow you if you don't have that. So going through those processes, kind of getting that tough love, maybe so to speak, is a is an important process of be, I think becoming a leader. Yeah, Deborah, you were saying those stakeholders. Some of those are external as well as internal stakeholders, which really uh, paints a, a, a complete picture when you're uh, surveying those in the 360. Uh, one of the other things, too, Steve, you took the EQ survey. I yeah, and I'm too. not going to share my results because <laughs> you'll find out that I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Oh, I can well. leave my phone number. People can call me. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't, don't. <laughs> well, we, all, we all took it. And, and you know, it. I think there were some things that I absolutely knew uh, were yeah. I, were were points that I was strong in and and points that uh, I probably needed to improve on, and then when I took that test, the awareness even became more uh, clear as I could look into and say, okay, in this area, you know, there's probably some things that I should be doing uh, a little different than what I'm doing right now. And so uh, I think that's one thing that's kind of fun about this whole. Uh, th- this whole subject of leadership is it something that never leadership development never ends. I mean, it's a. Uh, I mean, Wayne, you as you said, you're one of the seasoned guys. I like to wear season, Steve. Season. <laughs> yeah, you're very seasonal. Yeah, Gene says old. Yeah, and well, I, don't, I don't like that. I don't like that either. But <laughs> but no, I mean, to your point, is you're even finding things that maybe you didn't recognize before that maybe you can work on. Maybe something you knew about. Um, but it, those types of, uh, I mean, going through that emotional intelligence test kind of maybe reemphasize some of that and made, reminded you, Hey, I need to work. Cause I know there's some things that I think about. It's like, I, I forget that I need to work on them. Does, and so those kinds of things help me help remind me. And I think you made a point one time when we were talking about this, that some of the areas that we sort of look at ourselves and say, we're, we're weekend, uh, we have a tendency to surround ourselves with people that can make up those deficiencies uh, in our own style. And that, in a, in a sense, uh, helps us as a company become more successful. Yeah, I agree with that. So, I agree with that. Yeah. Let me change directions a little bit on you. I'm, I'm going by the fly here. But Uh-oh. so, well, then this is something that I think we, we tend to talk about because um, in this room with BLPS, with Kayla, myself, and Wayne, we kind of have uh, three generations uh so to speak and so from the standpoint of in your practice um do you see any differences between leadership 
development among the uh, depending on which generation like if it's a millennial or a gen x or maybe a baby boomer is do I, I assume people look at it the subject differently depending on to a certain extent what their age is i think you do see patterns for sure steve i think what you have to be careful of is not to stereotype stereotype people too much Mm -hmm. and that's easy to do you can easily say technology is a struggle for the baby boomers or millennials don't ever get to work on time so there's these perceptions that really can uh feel like they put people in a, in a bucket, but you have to be careful with that. But as far as learning styles, it is interesting. Yeah. Um, you see some people learn better in a more interactive environment. You see certain topics engage, like for instance, the millennials tend to be a generation that really want to understand purpose mm-hmm. for a company, which was really fun to huh. learn about your culture. And so you see certain draws by, you know, you see, you see uh, for instance, baby booners are a little bit more, tell me manager where, how you want me to do it and I'll do it mm-hmm. very uh kind of uh higher oh, oh here we oh, go boy. Yeah. Oh, here's the word <laughs> yes hierarchy right. <laughs> there you go We're trying to stay away from that word so you do see some of that but you know I caution people to not overlook that because you might have somebody that really does surprise you too. yeah yeah I can see that yeah it's interesting though and it's a unique uh time in our world where you do see so many different generations working together yeah Absolutely. Yes. Uh, one of the things I was going to ask you, and, you know, you were talking about the millennials uh, needing a purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, going through these leadership training and the leadership development skills, don't you think people, when they come out of that, are actually happier yes. with, in their job? You hope so. You hope if they're ready, again, the desire, are you really wanting to learn about yourself and make some changes? Are you committed to that? Mm-hmm. And those that are. But as far as your particular group that I'm working with, I there is so much enthusiasm that I get to experience um, in, in what they're learning and what they're discovering about themselves. And what people always say that I get it because I do this for a living, but this isn't just changing me professionally. This is changing me personally as well. Cause you really can't, we're one person, right? Yeah. So that's exciting too. And that enthusiasm actually creates energy within a company. Does it not? Yeah. Our positive energy, I, w- I would say, which is what we're all trying to accomplish around here. No doubt. Well, and, and again, I think um, from the standpoint of, I mean, we're looking for also confident leaders, I mean, and I think maybe it goes hand in hand. Actually, the two words might go hand in hand because it's. I think it'd be hard to be a leader if you if you don't have that confidence. But I think what we're seeing, and and another plug for for Deb's company, Leadership Bridge. Please use them in the future. Is that is that I think no, well, absolutely. You get you get the free plug for showing up today. So, but no, I think one thing that we're seeing in our our people is that I've seen it with some people is that maybe they didn't have the confidence. Maybe they didn't know they had the voice. I, I I don't know what it is, but I see some people that are going through this, and there is a renewed there is a new confidence in the way they handle themselves, in the way they they react to you, Wayne, to you, Kayla, to me. I mean, it's it's there's there's they the, that renewed confidence, or maybe not renewed, but the the found confidence is is changing them too. I, I see that on a daily basis here since you've started to come to work or, or which is a, which is a really positive thing. I mean, cause uh, you know, Wayne, I'm not going to try to go with the word, the hierarchy, whatever that word is, <laughs> but we're, we are kind of a, we like to think of ourselves as kind of a flat organization that we give people a lot of responsibilities. Uh, and because of that, we need people to be 
confident leaders. We need them to be able to um, take that responsibility that we're giving them and and make something of it. Yeah, Does it's that like you're empowering I mean? them, yeah. mm-hmm. and then they become aware that they actually can make a difference in the bottom line of our company. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I I mean, we can uh, certainly there's there's I'm not dogging people that do management school. So I I hope you know that. But but this is a whole new level. What we're talking about. This is this is something that um, I think our company needs. I think you do, too, Wayne. Our company needs this type of development of our employees uh, if we're if we're if we're going to maintain a path forward and, and, and keep growing the company and keep doing better. Uh, if we don't develop our leaders, and again, some of them might be a diamond in the rough. Someone might be not able to speak up like they we want them to. If we don't do that, we're going to wake up and realize, well, then we don't really we don't have any leaders. All we got is management, right? And you wonder why companies become stagnant. And this that's, is that's this a very is good the reason. Point. And then we can. So, so Kayla, since you're actually in the program, I would just love your perspective on you know your takeaways or what you're learning the most. Yeah, I'm one of the fortunate ones that have been able to join this program. And to us, I feel like I can speak on behalf of the group here is that everyone is very appreciative of the management investing the time in us and recognizing that we have room for growth. And you're not just uh, doing an everyday job sitting behind a computer and plugging in numbers or, you know, whatever your job description is, but you're looking to grow within the company, whichever way that is. And so... I feel like it makes the morale just higher energy, especially in a market that we're in right now, to know that they're taking the time and the money to, you know, invest in their employees and think about that. That that was huge for for myself and I think for everyone else. That's but great. We've taken quite a bit. I've learned quite a bit about myself throughout the process. There's been um, some uh, also moments then. Yeah, oh, yeah. well, and and like y'all said, it's very. It was a lot of stuff that I was very self-aware that I already knew I had. There's confidence. There's things that I I am confident in and things that I know I'm not confident in. Mm -hmm. But I already knew that. Now it's just taking the point of, okay, what do I do from here and how do I handle it? And that's where your your lessons have been extremely helpful because anything between how to handle a conversation to how to go about making yourself more confident, that has increased my morale and my... um, my levels significantly, I feel, but then it's, you know, you also hit dead on in interpersonal relationships. I realize I do, I am a person to person. Like I've always questioned that. I'm like, am I more of an introvert and extrovert? And I think I'm more of an extrovert after going through the class and learning yeah. more about that. But Kayla, one of the questions I'd have since you've started taking, uh, the, you know, and, and going through the leadership skills, do you see yourself putting the application not only in business, but outside of the office? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I've said that more than in the office situations when we have our group discussions is that, you know, this really affects my personal life quite a bit. Um, things anywhere from conversations with your family to conversations with your spouse, um, jumping into conclusions or quick, you know, fire back at something over something small, you know, you have that at work and at home. And I've learned a lot and I've done things where I'll sit down with my husband and be like, Hey, you should approach this situation this way, just from going through these lessons at Mm -hmm. work with things he's going through at work. So it's been beneficial across the board for me. 
thankfully. Yes, that's great. And it's just also, I think part of it is just paying attention and being intentional in general, right? right? Getting prepared, making sure when you know there's a stressful situation coming up, what do you need to do to be ready to take that on? Mm-hmm. And so I always, you know, one of my other, and it's actually a quote from a coach of mine, which is we want to live our life by design, not by default. Another right. good one. Let's put that on the post. Wow. <laughs> I've got to write this down. I don't think oh, I can man. take credit for that. It's John Bond, but I love it. And I think of it every single day. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. I yeah. think one of the first things you told me too, like was the easiest, easiest thing to do, but it was just like, you know what you have to do this week is accept a compliment. And I was like, Oh, I guess I don't really, when people, especially cause I, everyone knows I'm pregnant and large and in charge right now. So <laughs> my husband will tell me I'm beautiful and I'm like, no, I'm not. But, and so instead I'm like, thank you for saying that, even though I don't feel that way, <laughs> things like that, that are just like, oh, I really don't accept people's compliments. I automatically come back with, oh no, and ignore it, which is not a good way to, you need it. Somebody appreciates when they're giving you a compliment. When you say thank you, they appreciate that. And I never really thought of it from that perspective. Yeah. And it helps with building confidence too. If we're constantly right. telling our messages are to ourselves, oh, I don't deserve that. That's not true. Then right. how are we living our lives? Right. Right. That's great. Well, yeah. tomorrow's module, we're going to be doing one whole section on assertiveness. So this is That'll a be interesting. big boost for confidence too, and helping people find their voice. Yeah, We understand the difference between assertiveness and being more passive and then being more aggressive and what's the right, the right space. If you yeah. Can. Now, one thing we've been talking about, and again, I'm, I want to talk a little bit more about your company. Uh, we've been talking about kind of what we've been doing in, internally and in, at BNL Pipeco with more of a group setting, uh, but you also do a lot of one-on-one development and talk a little bit about that process um, and and what, what what one could expect if they're to go through that process. Yeah. So typically what happens, Steve, is a company will hire me for someone that maybe they're looking to promote. I think there's a stereotype with coaching that used to be you were only got a coach when you were in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully I think that's evolved and is changing because a lot of times it's someone and maybe it is someone that needs help in a certain area, but most of the time it's they're wanting to promote them. And so what I do is really a customized program, mm-hmm. meet with that potential client and then walk them through where is it they are, they are wanting to grow the most. And then we'll do some type of an assessment. A lot of times it would involve getting feedback from others mm-hmm. through the 360 process. And then I really customize each module according to their needs. So yeah. we'll set goals. I'm very action oriented. Mm-hmm. It's one thing I always tell people, we're giving you the knowledge, but you have to put it into play. Yeah. It yeah. only works if you're putting it into play. So an action oriented list of goals that we coach through. And that's kind of cool. Really each process yeah, is exciting. different depending on the client. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think those are, I, those things are so important for a company. I, and again, I, you know, we're, I'm not telling anybody, I'm, the purpose is not to say, you know, this is something that every company needs to do. It's something that we're doing. It's something that we really have enjoyed working with you, uh, Deb, on 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 this. I know our our the people that are involved in the process think it's it's pretty cool. Um, I, I most at least most of the feedback that I get. I mean, oh, when absolutely. you're a little bit more closer to absolutely. it, than I get I'm, it every day. Yeah, every day they like it. Yeah, yeah and, and again, I think if we can if if we can kind of at least show some of the successes, which I, I think, I think we are showing some of the successes at our company. Um, hopefully other companies will, will see the value in this. Cause I think there is a lot of value. Well, but, uh, 
if I could, Steve, yeah. because I, I'd like to put a little plug in for your company because it has been such a well. Thank fun, you. We'll take it. Yes. Well, <laughs> it's been such a fun project, and I'll tell you why. Because there is such a great connection to the leadership and the people going through the program. To me, it was fascinating because, first of all, you guys are always willing to play ball. I'll come in each month with a new idea of let's try this, let's do that, and you guys, the leadership team, is always sure we'll try it. And one of the things you agreed to do, as you know, is take that emotional intelligence assessment and let me roll those group results to the team. And what's fascinating to me is that all 16 people, when I would ask them questions about you guys as leaders, they could point to where you guys were, where your strengths were. And that to me showed such a great connection. That was kind of fun, actually. It was incredible. <laughs> yeah, it was. So, so having people be such a part of the process, you guys are very invested in this project. And that absolutely is what drives a lot of the enthusiasm to well, that's, them. Too. That's good to hear. And again, I, when we did, did that, I thought... Uh, uh, it was it was interesting that none of us had the exact same strength. No, I mean it was yeah. they, everybody had a little bit of a different strength, but I, which I I kind of think is a good thing. But I think it's a great thing. Yep, absolutely. It's a great balance. Well, again, Deb, thanks again for showing up and and doing this podcast. This has been really great to talk about uh, such a subject that's near and dear to all of our hearts here at uh, BNL Pipeco and to have an expert like you uh, come in and talk about is, is, is something special. Again, uh, Deb Degner, Leadership Bridge, www.yourleadershipbridge.com. Yourleadershipbridge.com. Please go to Deb's website. Um, I, I'm shamelessly plugging your company now. but uh, Thank you. But uh, yeah, if, if you're listening to this, the, the million and three listeners we have, prove me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> prove this wrong. Right. <laughs> no, please. Uh, listen, uh, it's, it's, it's something that I think is so important to organizations. It's something that I think to a certain extent is overlooked. Um, it's not seen the right way. Um, Deb can get you straight if, if you don't, if you're not quite understanding the subject, uh, please give her a call. And again, thanks, Deb. And this has been a lot of fun. And Wayne, Kayla, thanks for joining. You bet. Thank and you guys so for having me. Signing out on What the Frack. Thanks. thanks.